Some viewers may find this disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome back to the 99.9% Real Podcast. It's your host Bertrand, and I know guys, it's been like a week or two, well, since I was supposed to make this recording, but this shit was so fucking weird. Okay, so I like got sick, you know, it was normal and all, and then it was only two weeks, so I was like, cool, short two-week break, I'll be fine, like, right after, but then what happened afterwards, I had a relapse, so like somehow... I got like a fever or flu and then I was just gone for another like week and a half so I've been going through it guys L's in the chat <laughs> what the fuck anyways today guys we're going to be doing the top 10 things that can annoy the fuck out of a hotel front desk agent I know that when it comes to uh, our last episode the top 10 hotel tips and tricks I know that you guys really do seem to love that so we're planning on making this episode right now and if you guys do want to see any other topics about the hospitality industry or if you want to see stories on that i mean if you guys do show enough support for this we can make that happen so now i'm going to be ranking basically a list from the least annoying thing you could do to the most annoying thing you could do so let's get on with this motherfucking episode First thing in our list is sneaking in extra people. So that's probably the least annoying thing you can do. Honestly, like most hotels couldn't care less about having an extra person in that room. I mean, you guys can pretty much do whatever you want. You're the one who bought out the room for the day. Now, next on our list, we have eating. So eating could be either, you know, really high in someone's list or really low in someone's list. Me personally, I couldn't care less if you're eating. It's just that if you're going to be eating, at least don't really talk to me while you're doing it. I mean, that's kind of annoying, but it's pretty chill. Like I've seen people do worse instead of eating. So that's not the worst thing you can do. Next is going to be cutting the line. So when it comes to cutting the line, I mean, this is definitely something that kind of annoys me, but not really. Um, It's just that when it comes to people checking in, it's going to annoy the people in line more than us. It's annoying for me that I have to go as part of my job to tell you, a grown ass person, to go and respect the line and respect the people that have been standing in that line for who knows how long but still there's people that still try to do it and still try to get away with it and think that they won't be like receiving any scrutiny for it like it's kind of embarrassing how you're going to have to get scolded about how not to cut a line like come on act your fucking age now next thing on our list is not tipping the bellman so the reason why this is low on my list is because the bellman is kind of their own thing. I know that for smaller hotels, they would definitely feel a little more different about this, but I do agree nevertheless that most bellmen do not receive a high wage. 
they only receive about seven dollars an hour eight dollars an hour and realistically they have to survive on tips and like it's not kind of it's kind of like when you go into a restaurant and you like have a server your server accommodates you well and does all those things and then afterwards you tip them because they did a good job it's kind of the same way with the bellman just like the how the dining industry tipping is kind of an unspoken rule i don't think i really have to explain it and even if you don't do it some hotels they will know that you didn't tip them others they don't really like real life but anyways on to the next one this is where shit starts annoying me a little personally so that's dropping your loyalty status so i know that if you're a loyalty status at a hotel it's all good if you mention that you're a loyalty member of the hotel i'll be happy to like go and accommodate you for that right but it's another thing when you're mentioning it over and over again just so you could be able to get an upgrade when it doesn't work like that i don't know why people always want to try to get free shit like it's just that like what's the point of trying to get more than what you paid for when you're getting exactly what you wanted it's so funny how just some people just aren't satisfied this is a little annoying but it's not the worst thing that you could possibly do we're just going to go on the next one that's going to be hitting on your front desk agent. Just don't hit on us. It's not like, uh, I mean, I don't really, me personally, I don't experience that that much. So that's why this is like a little bit low on the list. I know that the females that I work with and other people that I work with, they all have some sort of story about that. Most of them have boyfriends and girlfriends and nine times out of 10, they're probably not going to be looking for a relationship while on the clock. I'm just letting you know. Demanding a late checkout. So I know that when it comes to late checkouts, people have to realize that late checkouts are not expected. You go and when you go on the site and it already lets you know what time is check-in and what times are checkout. It's kind of easy to know that so nine times out of ten when people don't know that it's like yo it's cool but they don't expect to be like oh yeah am i supposed to get a free checkout no it doesn't work like that and also because of the fact that you're saying it like that i'm just like less inclined to give you late checkout now like realistically we're just doing that to be courteous we're not doing it because we we have to because the thing is that if anything, giving everyone a late checkout is just the worst thing for us. Because the thing is that we have to get rooms ready by a certain time. And if we don't get those rooms ready by a certain time, it's going to slow everyone else down. Because the fact that there's so many people that had to check out a certain amount of time today. So it's pretty fucking horrendous when people go and trying to get a late checkout like it's a religion or some shit it's all good though uh, this is not the worst thing but it does kind of irk me um, once in a while because people really do try to stay as late as possible 
And I'm like, at this point, you might as well just go and book an extra night and then just leave midway. If you really want to stay that long for an extra night, I mean, shit. Threatening to post something negative on social media. So I know from time to time, people have their bad experiences. It's a given that everyone's going to like whatever we accommodate and everyone's going to like the way that certain things are set up during the time of their reservation. But it's just that when you're threatening to post something negative on social media, it's it's just that as a business, we want to do the best that we can to go and make your experience better. So the fact that you're coming at, in at us to threaten to post something negative on social media before you even had a talk with the manager or with, uh, with someone that's able to help you, it's just kind of not a good look on you. I understand that scrutiny and criticism are things that as a business that you have to go through. It's understandable. It's just that if you don't get your problem resolved or get issues that are happening or wrong in your room resolved, it's not 100% our fault that certain things didn't go your way during your stay. And it's like, we're trying our best to do whatever we can do for you. But if you don't want to do your part and actually tell someone, then there's no way that we could actually be able to help you, things like that. So this is a little annoying because the things that most people don't want to go through a situation like that. And honestly, when it comes to like making negative reviews, I feel like the only situation where you should be making a negative review is if you try to accomplish a resolution or to try to accomplish with reporting or informing whatever is going wrong so we can actually try to help you fix it because the thing is that it's not only part of our job to ensure that you get situated with your room but it's also part of our job to be able to help you if there's anything wrong and the fact that no one's using these services is just kind of depressing as to why we have such like low reviews at times because the fact that people just decide to go and think that like or expect that we're supposed to be helping them out automatically but nine times out of ten we don't really know what's going on or what's wrong from here on out this is going to be things that annoy the fuck out of me so next on the list is blaming us for booking mistakes so things that what most people don't know or fail to realize is that the front desk is pretty much its own separate thing so people think that we're the people that book their reservations online at about like a month or a year later and the thing is that like 90% of the times it's not us that are ones that are making reservations that far ahead um, we have our own reservations department people that actually go and sort the reservations out for us so that's why we're able to have people that are working at the desk and taking lines and people that are making reservations at the same time can you not believe that it's kind of crazy because most people don't and i understand if you don't understand that but don't come at us for the fact that you booked the reservation the wrong way or there was communications issues with the person behind the line so i just want to make sure that you guys always triple check your confirmation and reservations before you arrive so 
if there's anything wrong with your reservation you know i wouldn't be i wouldn't mind to like help you sort that out as well it's not a problem i just understand that it's not our fault people think that they're at a hotel and they see the first hotel employee you know and they just want to go and blame them it's their fault that we're staying in a room like that when you aren't the one who took the time to read or understand the implications and the situation that you're setting yourself up for so next on the list is being on your phone so this annoys a lot of people i can see this being on a lot of people's list as number one being on your phone is pretty fucking bad if I have to go and wait for you to come to me while you're on the phone in line and there's other people in front of you in line. I'm just going to just let you go on your phone and make yourself look dumb. Realistically, if you're on your phone, it's not my job to tell you to get off your phone while I'm trying to help you out. This is only going to take five minutes. If you can't get off your phone for, for five to 15 minutes, then you shouldn't really be trying to check in at a hotel. Because the fact that if you can't be away from that shit for that long, then you honestly have some problems. Like there's no fucking way that being on your phone is more important than trying to get into the room that you paid for. It's kind of sad. And I mean, like if you have something important going on at that moment, you can always step away. Like your room isn't going to run away from you. You're going to be able to check back in, you know, whenever you're finished with whatever you're doing. So just don't be on your phone it's that simple it's common sense it's courtesy so now we're going to the top three things these things are going to either have the front desk agent either really fucking mad or they're probably going to hate you so next is refusing to pay the incidental charge okay most hotels these days have an incidental charge which uses the guest credit card to cover for basically any charges that you may occur during your stay. So that's like sometimes the mini bar, you know, some cocktails, things like that, or like room service. The fact that I have to still get asked questions to this day in terms of what is the incidental charge and people are always asking me if it's mandatory or not of fucking course it's mandatory like literally i cannot give you keys to go to your room without paying that charge and the fact that i have peoples that still argue with me to this day to avoid paying that charge is so fucking stupid the fact that there's people that exist that to go that far just to go and have an argument with me about that shit makes me want to fuck, like kick them out if i had the ability to because that shit does annoy the fuck out of me. Like, people don't understand that. That's literally the main part of checking in. If you're not willing to put in a card, then we're just not giving you keys. It's, it's that plain and simple, but yet people want to take it above and beyond to go and just get what they want. What the hell? Oh my God, no way. Number two on the list. That's getting upset when your room isn't ready before check-in time. The thing is that we give check-in times to give people that are departing guests enough leeway to enjoy the morning and housekeepers enough time to clean the room. People expect that we have rooms ready before 
they have to come into check-in time. And it's like, no, we literally have that time listed on the website and listed in other places to make sure you're aware that check-in begins at this time. We're not going to guarantee rooms until that time. It's just that, yo, why is that so hard to people to understand that just because it's not your time to check in, doesn't mean you have to be an asshole about trying to get a room at the time. Like anything, just be nice. That's all you have to do. You can ask like, hey, if there are any rooms available right now that I could check into, then we can try to see what we can do. But the fact that people are getting upset before it's even time for them to check in, it's just fucking bad. It's people that need to get a reality check and understand that, yo, this is the real world. Just make sure you have information before you go into things. Thank you. Now, we're gonna be going to number one. Before we go to number one, I do have two honorable mentions on that sneaking in pets. When it comes to pet policies, most hotels do have them. And realistically, there's a lot of people that are allergic to dogs and animals. Not everyone wants you to have a live animal in your room. And people don't understand that, hey, we have to really, especially clean the room extra because of the fact that you have your dog there. If anything, your dog that you bring up to your room is making cleaning costs and charges more higher for us because of the fact that we have to spend more on cleaning equipment so people are allergic to dogs and expect to check in a room that's dog free it's not hard for people to understand don't bring in your pets unless we say so like if you there's pet sitters there's kennels that you can go and leave your animals there's spas places where you can go and have people watch your pets if anything nowadays there's so many people that offer pet watching services unless your animal is really a service animal and a certified service animal you should not be bringing him to any hotel unless they allow you. Next thing on the list, um, next honorable mention is waking us up. So I know that in smaller hotels, the reception desk is most likely not going to be monitored overnight. So if anything were to happen to like, I say like your flight, well, the hotel is not going to be exactly happy. The fact that you have to wake up the front agent, the front desk agent, so they can be able to go and check into your room. It's just like, yo, try to make sure you call up first in that smaller hotel to say like, hey, you know, my flight got a little delayed. Is it okay if I try to get a new key so I can be able to check back into my room? The more favorable way of being able to check into a room in the middle of the night in a smaller hotel that may not be manned 24 hours. For number one, it's going to be for treating hotel front desk agents like servants. So the reason why it's number one for me is because there are so many times where this has happened to me and I'm like, bruh, I get paid to stand behind this desk, check people in, check people out, help people out. My job is not to be a servant. And the fact that people try to come to me, 
hey, can you bring my bags up to my room? Like, the fuck do look like I get paid for that? It's like, yo, just because I get paid to help you, it does not mean that I'm your hired help. So, like, don't treat me like I'm your servant. Use polite language, and nine times out of ten, you'll probably get what you're looking for. And if not, you'll be guaranteed to ensure that, like, hey, they most likely don't have that. Like, it's just understandable. Fucking common currency. If you're treating employees like servants, you really need a reality check just to understand, like, like, well, nine times out of ten, if you're that person that's acting like that, you really need to, like, get retrained in politeness because you are the bottom of the bottom. You are scum if you do this. So don't be that person, guys. Anyways, um, that's enough of me talking today. We finally get this list done. We have, like, I think 15 different things in there. So if you guys enjoy this episode, hit up the Q&A. Ship this to the friend who likes traveling or a friend that stays over in hotels a lot and they want to learn a little more. So this is Bertrand. I'm hosting 99.9% Real Podcast and I'm signing off, guys. Peace out.